Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year to everybody. Welcome to Let's Be Real Sports, the first episode of 2020 Double Vision. I am Solo Dolo. I am here today on my lonesome. Brother Joe is is on vacation. He'll be back next week, hopefully. You know, and uh, today on Let's Be Real Sports, what we're basically going to be doing is reviewing all the playoffs you just seen here from Saturday to today. And today I'd like to start with saying one thing. Shang Tsung is dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. If you've been paying attention to the blog, I'm doing my parody with Mortal Kombat and the NFL. Of course, this is a tournament now. This is playoff season. So, you know, might as well do a little, have a little fun with it, you know, and, and you know, put some characters to the teams and everything like that. And it's, uh, and so it's, it's sort of fitting. It's kind of fitting right now. Like, for instance, like I've said, the New England Patriots, they're Shang Tsung. Sorcerers, cheaters, you know? They can shift their, they can shift any way. They can play passing. They can play running. You know, they can spread it out, all that shit. They're Shang Tsung. They're, they're, they're the morphers. They can morph into anything. And then last night, you had the Tennessee Titans, who I um, designated them as Nightwolf. Mike Vrabel, <clears throat> former Patriot player, came into Foxborough with his wolf, with his wolf, Derrick Henry, 203 scrimmage yards, totally just wrecked the so-called number one defense. And let me say something. That wasn't the number one defense. You know why they became the number one defense? Because they played shit teams. They played in that shit AFC East. Like we always say, it's bullshit. No one really cares because we already know they're going to get six wins out of it. And then they weren't playing the top teams. But you see, when they played the top teams, what happened? DeAndre Hopkins burst Stephon Gilmore in Houston. Cut him up. They couldn't do nothing against Kansas City. And a special thank you to the Miami Dolphins for doing their thing, for doing their part in making sure the so-called goat in the in the in the Patriots were to play on Wild Card Weekend, and they didn't look good. Seems like Tom Brady was missing his Gronk, huh? Missing your Gronk, uh, Tom. Didn't have that fastball, huh? Didn't didn't have that verger. And I guess the payments for the rest kind of ran out, huh? Kind of just ran out. No more, no more money exchanging, you know. Couldn't couldn't get your way this time. I saw you a few times pouting out there, like a little cunt, you know. But it's okay. You got what was coming to you, because that defense didn't want to hit that big bear, that big wolf. They didn't want to hit him. They didn't want none of it. Ryan Tannehill got a playoff win in Foxborough. Who the hell would have thunk that shit? Who could have thunk of that shit? I didn't think of it. I didn't have them winning. This is the only time on the show where I feel like my, I feel right being wrong because right was done. Actually, a new England player, a new England Patriots coach or, or not even coach. Cause half them motherfucker can't even coach. This is called what it is. Bill O'Brien just got by last week. Yesterday, 
on talent. I'm going to get to that. But Mike Rebel came in there, the spirit guide, told, probably told him a few things about Brady, a few tendencies here and there, and they followed, and they followed a game plan. They followed it to a T, and they got the job done. Now, Ryan Tannehill scared me a little bit when he threw that little duck interception in about the third or fourth quarter. He scared the hell out of me. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Just give the ball to Derrick Henry. That's all you have to do. Give him to Derrick Henry. Let him do what he have to do, and he's going to be okay. And he pulled it out. It looked good. And now Tennessee is on to Baltimore. That game is going to be a man's game. That's going to be a man's game. If you ain't ready to hit, you better not come out there on Saturday night. And that's prime time too, baby. That is prime time, prime time. So, you know, the Jack show, the big bad wolf, they coming out there. Oh, and I might as well reveal who the Baltimore Ravens are. This, this for me, the Baltimore Ravens, are God-like Liu Kang. Yes. God-like Liu, Liu Kang. The moves, the energy, the feel. It's like Lamar Jackson's like Liu Kang. Like anything you can do, it's amazing. His speed. Liu Kang has speed. The IQ. Lamar Jackson, he's showing he has the football IQ to lead his team to a championship. And that's how and that's how and that's how I see the Ravens. The Ravens are Lu Kang. They can they can just they ease you. They like water, as Bruce Lee would say. Be water, as they as he would say. You know? And I feel as if this game right here is gonna be a man's game. I got the Ravens I got the Ravens winning anyway. Cause I I it's gonna be a man's game. I guess it's gonna be a man's game. It's gonna be hitting going on, some real hitting. Some old school hitting you're gonna be seeing. And it's gonna be a very close game. I I say this game next week is gonna be, I'll give it. Hmm, I'll say. Oh. What's what I want to give them? Well, the Ravens, I I'll say, okay. The Ravens, I say the Ravens 30, the Titans 20. I think in the end, the defense for the Titans are going to wear down, wear down with the Ravens having the extra, extra bye week. They're more healthy. They're ready to go. They're ready to hit. It might take them a little bit of time to get into the game a little bit, but they'll be ready. By the time that second quarter hit, they'll be off and running. Their offense will be running. And I, I think they can sit there and just hold these guys off. It's not going to be like a super blowout, but there's going to be some hitting going on. You better be. It's like some crash test dummy shit. It's going to, it's, it's going to go down. It's really going to go down. And then also on uh, Saturday night, you had um, the Tennessee, uh, no, the Houston Texans and the Houston Texans and the Buffalo Bills who played a wild game. I There was so much stuff going on in that game. I, I go outside, smoke a blunt. I'm like, what the hell's going on? What is going on? First, Buffalo hits the Philly special. And I'm saying to myself, what the hell is going on out here? Is Bill O'Brien really going to make this go down again? Another one of these Belichick disciples. 
who's been coaching and, and basically been getting off on um, Deshaun Watson's talent this whole time, basically. Yeah, they won the division four out of five years, but every time they hit the playoffs, they lay a big egg. And in the first half, they were laying an egg again. As I posted on the uh, the you on, on the Facebook page, I I labeled uh, the Houston the uh, Houston Texans Sub Zero because Sub Sub Zero he, he he's a mainstay, he's stable, but sometimes he just can't give her the hump when you play him when you use him. You really know how to you really got to know how to use him. And I and to me, I think. Bill O'Brien does not know how to really truly use Deshaun Watson to me. Like I said, they're getting by. They, you know, it didn't help Will Fuller wasn't there, and he's been injury prone his whole career. And he would probably be needed next week versus the, the, the Chiefs. Really, really needs to be used, really be needed next week. But he probably won't be there. In the game yesterday, like I said, the Bills got out to a lead. They were looking good. The defense was holding. Deshaun Watson was sacked by seven, eight times. It looked, it looked like, damn, they're going to lose again? And I kept saying on the blog, fire O'Brien. He's going to get this man killed. But as Dabo called him way back in college, he called him Michael Jordan. And yes, and Saturday, you saw Michael Jordan in action. He got out of the sack. Was able to make the pass, hit the touchdown, tie the game. Overtime, here we come. And this, in these playoff times, is about tackling. You have to tackle. And for the Houston Texans, if you don't tackle Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Hardman, y'all gonna get blown out. Y'all ain't gonna come at the same way y'all came against Buffalo. Because Showtime ain't going to let that happen. You bet your bottom dollar on that. He's had a week to rest. Andy Reek has had time to game plan versus Bill O'Brien. Now, Houston won that game earlier in the year. But this is a different story now. Showtime will be ready. And to me, Showtime will go on and they'll move on. I think I think it's going to be, the score is going to be about, I'll, get, I'll say 28 28, 28, uh, tw I'll give it 28-20. Because the Chiefs now have learned you don't have to throw over the lot all over the place. You can actually keep yourself in the game with balance. And with Showtime, he has the knowledge, he has the wherefore to say, okay, if this is not working, let me check out, let me check to run and play. Finally, they've stopped running those little orbit plays Around like you don't need all that right now. You don't need that in January football. Run the ball, be patient, play action pass, do what you got to do, and hopefully the Chiefs defense can hold water. That is the whole key to the game for the Chiefs versus the Texans next week. It has to be about the defense of the Chiefs because we already know Showtime's gonna hold his own. He ain't gonna fuck it up. He, he's, he has never really fucked it up in the playoffs anyway. It's about it's been, it's been about the defense. And if the defense is there, there'll be no problem. Absolutely no problem. Now, to the day, what you saw today was uh, the Minnesota Vikings 
Holy shit. Kirk freaking Cousins. He actually did it. I, could, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw Kirk Cousins lead that drive down the field. First of all, that was a terrific, terrific pass to Allen Thielen, who was having a very bad game. He fumbled the ball, had bad penalties, really wasn't really into the game. But when it mattered most, cover zero, Kirk Cousins down the field, boom, first down. And then Kyle Rudolph. On the top, on the um, on the left side of the field, easy catch like it was nothing. Like, like, like that's like me jumping up trying to catch a six five guy. Like there was no chance the DB was going to do anything for New Orleans versus a six six guy in Kyle Rudolph. And the Tennessee Titans, I mean, Tennessee Titans, the Minnesota Vikings, get out there with a win. Now I call the Minnesota Vikings Baraka. Because they're, they're going to fight. They're gritty. But you didn't think they really wasn't going to put. No one had these guys winning in New Orleans. I know one did. And if you did, you're a liar. You're a liar. You ain't think Kurt, 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 Kurt Madoff was going to go out there and do what he did. He actually made that $84 million stand on hold water. But now they get a chance to go to San Francisco next week. And do it again against the number one overall number one seed, San Francisco 49ers, who I've labeled Shokan for the only reason the defensive coordinator looks like Shokan. If you take a picture of him and put a helmet on his head, the Shokan helmet, that is him. I swear to you. Or you, you can build a Shokan from the San Francisco. All you need is, 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 is uh, Nick Bosa. Put put the defensive coordinator's um head on Nick Bosa's head on his body, put the helmet on, Shokan right there. There you go. And you know their defense is gonna hit. They're gonna hit. Now I don't know if you, I don't know if it's gonna be hitting like Saturday night with the Ravens versus the uh versus the versus the uh Titans, but they're gonna be some hitting. But in the end, San Francisco wins wins. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna disrespect them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dis, dis disrespect Minnesota. San Francisco wins thirty. No, that's a lie. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Hmm. San Francisco. I I'll give San. Hmm. Hmm. Damn. I'm doing this on the fly too, y'all. But I'll give I'll give San Francisco, I'll give San Francisco 30 points. Fine. I'll give San Francisco 30 points. And Minnesota, they're gonna come up short. I think they get about I think they get 24. 24 is probably a good number for them. Because San Francisco, because San Francisco, to me, they're the number one seed right now. They're top billing. As of right now, Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy, he out there making it happen, man. For what you want to say, porn star Jimmy is making it happen. Emmanuel Sanders would have gotten trade. Looks strong. Debo Samuel. He he's he's become a breakout receiver out there. And I and I really and of course, 
the tight end. If I can get his name. What is this guy's name? It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, George Kittle. Beast. Can they deal with George Kittle? And that's where the game's going to be won. That George Kittle is going to be the ultimate key. Now, today, in, in, um, in New Orleans, can't guard Mike was can't guard Mike, but a few things happened here and there. Drew Brees couldn't hold on to the ball. Got a little sloppy. Had a few turnovers. And that was the end of the game right there at, at that point. I mean, the, the, owners, the owners got 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 the, got the tie to force the game into overtime, but then it really didn't match. Matter, and they really wasted Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was cutting Minnesota up by himself, passing, throwing, running, blocking, doing everything. The Swiss Army knife. And Minnesota had no answer for him. None. I kind of think they should have kept him in the game a little longer. See, what could really happen? He probably would have broke the game open, probably, if it had kept him a little longer. But he did what he had to do, you know. Drew Brees did what he could. But once again, another year coming up short. The Minnesota Miracle, the non-pass interference call, now this. Damn, New Orleans, what the hell, man? Did you, did, did you, did that, ah. Uh, I don't know, man. Every year is supposed to be the year for these guys. And they keep falling on their face for some reason. And then everybody's going to say, oh, Drew Brees can't. Drew Brees is fine. It's just one of those things where some teams can't get over the hump. And for New Orleans, I think that's where they're at now. I don't think they can really get over the hump. Because they have everything. They have absolutely everything. And for some reason, something odd thing keeps happening. I think it's like they're like everybody hates Chris. Everything keeps happening. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. It's not like the Cowboys, but it's like, damn. Can y'all just catch a break? I mean, I caught a break many, many years ago in the Super Bowl versus Peyton Manning with that onside kick. Maybe that was, maybe, hey, maybe that was, that was y'all, your only shot. You made it work, though. Y'all made it work, but now it's like y'all just can't catch nothing. Y'all struggling out here. And I feel for y'all because I, I feel, I, I even feel from last year, they could have beat the Patriots. Hell yeah, they could have beat Yeah, hell, hell yeah, producer, they could beat the Patriots. What are you laughing at? Yeah, and tell your, and tell your friend, ha, ha, ha. No, no, she going to cry all motherfucking day. She's going to cry all day. Her champion, her sorcerer, is done. Finish. Fatality. Boom. Rip them apart. Thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Thank you, my man. You did America a solid. Thank you, sir. You're in the ilk with Eli and Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles. You're in that ilk. And we, give, and we, and we salute you. Also... The I'm pretty sure by now when I, I was watching the game with the uh, which is now over, I believe, with Seattle versus uh Seattle versus Philadelphia. Eagles. Eagles, thank you, thank you, thank you, producer lady. And it was really nothing. And let me say something. Carson Wentz, I don't know, man. It's like he can do it, 
But every time that he gets to that playoff situation, he gets injured unexplicably. The year they win the Super Bowl, he blows his knee. Another, I think the year before that, he he hurts his back. This year now, he had a concussion in the first quarter. It's like, Jesus, did y'all sign a blood note or something for the Super Bowl or something? Did y'all won? Because every time Carson Wentz is right there getting ready to make that push, we're, we're getting ready to say, hey, all right, Carson's going to be the next. Something happens. I don't know why. Is it karma? I don't know. It's 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 downright. Ugh. I feel I, I feel for Philly fans in a way, because he could have had at least two runs at the Super Bowl, at least two. And he 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 just he's falling apart. I don't know if he needs to build his body up. I don't know. And for what is worth, he was working with nothing, and that's why I gave the Minnesota Vikings. Oh no, the Minnesota Vikings. And that's why I gave the Philadelphia Eagles Mo Camp. Because no one knew who Mo Camp was in Deadly Alliance. He was just there as a character off the street. Just like a lot of the a lot of the Eagles a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles players off the street, off the practice squad, and he did everything he could. But for some reason, he cannot stay healthy. It boggles my mind. And the Eagles need help receiving-wise. When they get into this draft next year, when this year coming up, there's receivers out there. There's Jerry Judy, Justin Ross. T. Higgins. You got the guy Oklahoma. You got to give Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz some weapons. Some young weapons that could do something. If they could get up and get Jerry Judy, that'd be nice. One of the best route runners in college football today. Then they, they got to get something to help this guy out. Because Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson was a major disappointment. And he was supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be that deep threat for Carson Wentz coming back into Philadelphia. And it just didn't happen. I mean, they lost. I didn't. I I saw enough. Once Carson Wentz went out the game, I just said, "All right, let me just head over here now." And so said, so done. So the the Seattle Seahawks now, I call them Raiden. They're Raiden to me. They're gonna do their due. They're gonna have their way. It's gonna be a very weird way they do it, but they're gonna get the job done just like they did today. And they're going to head up into Green Bay. And Green Bay, the Packers, to me, is Scorpion. Why? Because Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers is Scorpion. This, just to let you know. Because he does everything. He has all the tricks, all the mind-blowing plays. Like, God damn, like, how did he do that? Like, whole shit. And it just and it keeps, keeps you in awe. And next week, this matchup is going to be huge again. And oddly enough, Russell has has Russell has Aaron's number. Remember the the game, the NFC Championship game that went to overtime, Packers versus Seahawks a couple of years ago. About four, maybe three, four or five years ago. The onside kick that shouldn't have happened. That never should have happened because they allowed. Green, uh, they allow Seattle to come back. On uh, Green Bay allows Seattle to come back and even ha- be in that situation in the first place, which is kind of crazy. And number 86, 86 the Packers, basically, if you remember so digitally, you know? So it's going to happen again. 
And I have to say, call me crazy. I've been called crazy many a time. Many a time on social media, I've been called crazy. Now, no one I'm talking about. It's whatever. But I remain, I, I become right maybe 75% of the time, and I'll take that. But I think Russell might get him again. I think Russell might get him again. In that call, and the cold don't bother Seattle. They're in Seattle for crying out loud. That's no don't bother them. That's it was one of the only teams that the weather will not bother them. So it just it just head up. And if, for it's crazy to me to go get Aaron Rodgers because anybody if it was anybody else, I'd probably be picking Aaron Rodgers. But for some reason, Russell has this guy's number, and it's gonna happen again. Seattle will win this game. Seattle wins 24-17 in a tough, good game. The game's going to be good. The defense is going to come out. They're going to be sacking guys left and right. But when it's time to make money plays, Rodgers and Russ, they're going to show you why they're one of the best quarterbacks in the league today. But Russell, by here, will come out on top. And then, of course, it's setting up Championship Sunday. Oh, I forgot. The Kansas City Chiefs. How can I forget? The Kansas City Chiefs are Johnny Cage. Why Johnny Cage? Because when you look at the Chiefs, they're fun. They're a fun team to watch. Everybody loves watching them. Mahomes and Hill. They're going all over the place. You know, they're fun. But when it's time recently. When it's time to grind out now and get serious, they've gotten serious. And they will kick your ass. And Johnny Cage will kick your ass once he gets really serious. And this is what I see here. And that's why I'll give you the score already with Kansas City and, and a Houston. And then, of course, you'll set up the NFC Championship game, the conference championship games, excuse me. It would be Baltimore versus Kansas City. Lou Kang versus Johnny Cage. And everybody know that matchup is a, is a hot matchup in of itself. You can go play, play it online right now. Mortal Kombat if you want to. That's always a good matchup. That's a battle of skill versus skill. And whose skill is going to rise up better. And in the real life situation, can the Ravens finally beat the Ra Can the Ravens finally beat the Chiefs? Because the, because the Chiefs already have two wins versus these guys already. One each season. One la this season and one last season. The fourth and ten last season was was crazy, of course. And this and if and if these two teams were to meet, I don't know if I I, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna give the Jack Show nod on that one. Cause I, I'm I'm always saying, hey, you gotta prove you can beat these guys. If you ain't beat them yet. But we'll wait and see. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. Get out. Get out. I'm walking out on you. You're not kicking me out. Whatever. 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 Hey, 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 hey. We'll save that for the basketball time when the basketball time is here. We got a lot of time to go with that. Don't be fucking around now. Don't be fucking around now. Get out of pocket here. We'll, we'll, we'll have our time, miss. We'll have our time. We'll have our time. Okay, you got me out of character and whatnot. Anyway, and also in the NFC, 
my prediction would go San Francisco 49ers versus Seattle Seahawks part three. And I don't know about that one. That the first two games were crazy enough itself. The Monday night game earlier in the season was ridiculous. The last game of the season with the division on the line was crazy. And Pete Carroll, could you give Marshawn the ball at the two? Don't take no penalties. Don't be taking no foolish penalties at the two-yard line. You brought this man back for a reason. Don't be sitting there now, one minute left to go, and, you got, and you're on the two-yard line, and you sit there and you pass the ball again. Let's not go through revisionist history. Learn from your mistakes. Run the fucking ball, please. It's only two yards. Beast mode is, listen, I don't care if beast mode just came off the street. You give that man that goddamn ball. Russell been established already. You ain't guys established Russell no more. It's all about beast mode in that game. All about beast mode in that game. Please. Let's not take no false starts to get you more space to throw. We don't need that. If you're on the two-yard line, fourth quarter, with seconds left to go, you run that goddamn ball. You run that goddamn ball. Nah, this has to be said, producer. Lady. This fucking idiot gave Tom Brady a chip because he didn't want to give Marshawn the fucking ball. He can, he can say all the fuck he want. You give Marshawn that goddamn ball. You give Marshawn that ball. If y'all meet... If my prediction comes to you, you give Marshawn that fucking ball. You hear me? Come on, man. I play man for crying out loud. I know to run the ball. I'm already every, I'm more running four motherfucking times. I'm not passing the one time. I got beast mode. That's all I need. Hey, you talking about? Anyway, the 30 minutes went by so fast, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you so much for bearing with me. If you're sleeping at this point, I apologize. I did what I could to give you what I what I got I'm not in the best help I'm look I'm coming out from a cold try to give you the best I could give of me and that's all I could give so if you're with me here I thank you I thank you for watching brother Joe will be back next week to do all that all that uh whatchamacallit the uh P, not PSAs that's not PSAs to do the uh where we gonna be at and everything like but you can check us out on social media on all social media platforms of course facebook is well i'm gonna end up doing the instagram soon and the uh twitter soon i'm on twitter now as it is but i'm trying to get my hand get my hand in it you know i'll, I'll eventually get it as i go along we'll have that out there for you too you know youtube stitcher all the social media platforms please check us out and of course please check out the blog me and Brother Q are always doing the blog every day as we can. And uh, that's about it. Happy New Year to everybody. I'll be back next week. Peace. This has been a Gifted Sounds podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. For more podcasts, please visit giftedsounds.com. Giftedsounds.com.